Welcome to another episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle. Alongside of me is my co-host, Steve. If you want to follow the show on social media, our Twitter and Instagram handles are at bottomline underscore pod. All right, welcome to another episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. It's episode 43. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Steve. What up, Steve? How's it going, man? I'm sure you had an amazing weekend. I can't wait to get into it. It was it was quite crazy. Yes, I got a few stories for you. But um, uh, you're you're joined today by, or we are joined today by a special guest and your buddy Ryan. You want to introduce him? Yeah, sure. So uh, for those who are listening, this is Ryan. <clears throat> we met back in like high school, like uh, freshman year of high school around there. Um, so I've known him for a really long time. Um, we kind of end up talking, uh, getting closer again recently because he started his, uh, he, he's got a social media page that he's kind of transforming into a clothing brand and a, and a brand in general. So um, I thought it'd be cool to have him on here so we could talk uh, to him a little bit. So just say what's up to the people, introduce yourself and whatever. How's everybody doing? Uh, as he said, my name's Ryan, uh, founder of Brand Good Feeds Go. Uh, check that out on uh, Instagram. Uh, probably love everything sneaker oriented, sports, and yeah. Yeah, it's pretty Dope much. Man. That's pretty much a good cap of you because that's that's <laughs> you. You're very you're very out and open about that. Those two things. So what? Uh, as for sneakers, when was it like the first like what was what was like the first time you saw like shoes sticking out to you? It was like like because I know that's like a focal thing to you. You know, for me, like my shoes that I wear every day isn't like a focal thing that yeah. I worry about. You know, Kyle, do you <laughs> are you are you worried about your shoes every day? No, because I wear boots, so it kind yeah, of exactly. sucks. <laughs> so, what was, yeah, he's got a few pairs of boots as well. So what? Uh, so when was it like when you when the shoe first stuck out to you? Was it like your friends, or was it like your family members, or was it mom hooking you up? What was it? Honestly, it was. Um, <clears throat> this is funny. It was uh, back in like sixth grade. It was my friends. One of my homeboys used to always come to school with a fresh pair of Air Forces, like right. different colors, whichever it may be. So it almost became like a small competition. Mm-hmm. So obviously in sixth grade, I didn't have much money. So I'm going to mom and dad like, yo, I need these Air Forces. I need right, these. Right. Picking the, the dopest colors I could find, textures, materials. And that kind of snowballed into my... Uh, liking for sneakers like it started kind of like a little competition amongst little sixth grade boys but then from there it's just like from from uh air forces came dunks from dunks came jordan from jordan came adidas with the movement they have now so yeah it just kind of snowballed from there right so what um so whenever i hear these guys on like that complex sneaker shop or on that uh on the the um whenever i hear a sneaker head for lack of a better term, whenever they're talking about their sneaker history or their love for sneakers, they always bring up this one aspect of life. And I want to make, I want to see if you have this as well. So was it, did mom buy you a pair of shoes every year before school started? Was that something that was inherited in your growing <laughs> up? Because at least for me, like I know my mom always said, you know, make sure you get a new backpack, make sure you get a new pair mm-hmm. of sneakers. And that right there, like even just like making sure you have like something new for school, like that has stemmed like a lot of these sneakerheads, uh, like uh, careers and love for shoes. But like, was that something for you? Like, was it like getting ready for school or was that mom helping you out? Well, what's crazy is most of my life I was in public schools. Right. There's a lot of uniforms. So, right. um, it actually wasn't from necessarily like back to school, but I guess more so like uh, the change of seasons, like spring and summer come mm-hmm. around, you know, let's go do some spring shopping, get a fresh pair of white sneakers or so. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was probably before the sixth grade. Once right. I hit sixth grade and that happened, right? oh, it was just whenever I yeah. wanted a new pair, I would just, exactly. yeah, I would exactly. just try to get right. them to like, Yo, please, please, and, I need these. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's cool. No, because I'm just trying to, because sneakers, is, it's such like an inherent thing that people love because it's like a necessity in life. But yeah. I always like to kind of pick at where like your real in-depth love for shoes came from. So you love shoes. You obviously were a ball player growing up and then into the high school. You played on the high school team. Mm-hmm. I was able to watch you. You were pretty, pretty fucking good. Um, what 
talk a little bit about like the basketball culture and sneakers in general and like how you've seen it shift a little bit because it used to be in from an outsider's point of view you know a basketball player wore shoes on the court and then had a certain shoe that that basketball players rocked off the court mm -hmm. and nowadays it kind of seems like people it's like the adidas boost you know or, right. or slides you know a lot of it, it, people are going towards uh flip-flops and slides like what's your perspective on the on the court off the court aspect of basketballs and sneaker culture well i will say basketball definitely had a big impact on my sneaker culture just like whether it was like different teammates and the different flavors of shoes they had like a lot of the teammates i had had like a variety right. of sneakers like they were just into it because right. it it kind of like puts your own signature when you're on the court mm -hmm. like and um i will say like with the nba i don't know if you guys know but like this year they lifted the sneaker restriction so they don't have to wear sneakers that are uniform based they can literally wear whatever so just for if anybody's listening just go into that a little bit deeper when they had to wear what was it a certain color code or was it a certain brand yeah or? so like uh it wasn't necessarily a certain brand, but it was a color code. Like when we were in high school, our sneakers had to be, you know, our team colors are green and white. So our sneakers had to play along the lines of green and white. They could be all white, all green, green and white, mm -hmm. gray. It could only be neutral colors. Right. But now, um, since that restriction has been lifted and you see it a lot more in high school, they're easing off of the uniform of sneakers. And even in like middle schools, these kids are coming in these crazy right, colored right. sneakers, like vibrant sneakers, highlighter colors um the nba has been crazy they've been coming yeah in. yeah i i mean nowadays it's it's uncommon for a, a new kid coming out of college going in the nba not to have a signature shoe deal i feel like yeah, literally that's another yeah. thing too yeah like now rookies get signed to shoe deals like it's nothing whereas mm -hmm. you have to kind of earn your stripes first and mm -hmm. then you know we'll see if you're worth it but now it's like fresh off nah we need him but um right. back to uh what steve was saying like I think on the court, I personally like middle through high school. I like the vibrant sneakers. I like something that stands out. So it's like, if I make a move, if I hit a three, if I make a tough play, you might not know my name, but you're going to see those sneakers and mm -hmm. be like, yo, him with the, the lime green one. Yo, he's tough. Mm. So I, I personally don't like to follow uniform code sneaker wise on the court, off the court. I love my slides and air maxes, mm -hmm. even like, for the Adidas lovers, like Ultra Boost and stuff right. like that, like just comfy, cozy um, feet, because you know your basketball sneakers are like right. They're ready for war, and then it's like you want something you could chill in after. So that's why the slides made a big uh, impact on the scene because they're just comfortable. You know, you let yeah. your feet breathe. Gotcha. They got all different types of varieties and colors. So and now. Uh, and Kyle, I know you're super in tune with uh, some of the basketball stuff. Like oh, now, I almost feel like. Um, getting off of sneakers for a second but like just fashion in general um is going with this with the basketball culture because of these the espn and and all these big uh sports outlets that i know kyle you follow mm -hmm. so you can probably attest to this like they're they're literally posting pictures of these guys outfits right like like look at what harden's wearing tonight or mm -hmm. look at what uh the next star's wearing tonight right so <laughs> right. like like that has nothing to do with sports so like what do you think is it is it just that the, is do you think it's the the fashion culture is so strong right now that it's making its way into like the sports and like I was saying specifically basketball it seems like that's that's been uh, where it's been highlighted but or do you think it's more or less that these that these basketball stars are starting to express themselves a little more it's like a 50 50 okay. like I will say um the fashion culture is definitely starting to impact the sports because you have a lot of these newer players uh, coming into the league, and even the older ones. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're a lot more up to date on fashion. Uh, now that the NBA isn't so strict with the dress code on coming to games, like where it used to just be suit and tie. Now, you know, they do have a bit more of an outlet to express themselves fashion wise, as long as they keep it neat, like right. keep it clean. So, um, uh definitely uh definitely say fashion is impacted and i will say almost like basketball in a sense or i say basketball just because it kind of you know that's where a lot of like streetwear and urban style um gets spun into has impacted fashion right because you used to not see like the 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 off-white uh virgil abloh the the gucci sneakers that mm -hmm. come out 
the Louis sneakers. You used to not see athletic style sneakers in those avenues. Right. It was more heels and and um, dress shoes, hard bottom dress right. shoes. So now that this cross between uh, streetwear, urbanwear, and high end fashion has come into play. Now we're starting to see a cross, and that's why you see a lot of these big sneaker releases with the collabs. Like you're seeing sneakers, sneaker brands collab with brands we've never seen collab with before. Like, mm-hmm. like it, um, like I can think of some off the top of my head, like Louis Vuitton. Right. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this brand, but a Cold Wall. Okay. Um, you got Raph Simmons does a lot of collabs with Adidas. You got um, Yoshi Yamamoto. He has like his own avenue with Adidas, and these are all high end designers working with like streetwear exactly a common company right so yeah no i think you highlight it perfectly it's just a little bit of of all of that and yeah. and, and it is that is it, it is 50 50. Um, didn't didn't kanye try to dabble with like the nfl cleats and and now and like the nba he did he did yeah i i, I thought i read that somewhere yeah i definitely did because mm-hmm. it's definitely i know there's been a few players that have worn some yeezy cleats mm-hmm. kanye did uh and he still does has mm-hmm. a basketball sneak in the works that i think it's supposed to release this year yeah actually the initial concept design was the nba didn't approve because it had too many reflective uh too much reflective material on it mm-hmm. so i don't know if you know his team went right. back in the design uh stages and and, and uh doled it up a little bit they might have because but okay. um, yeah, Kanye's definitely, definitely they've made some cleats, like easy cleats, and I know mm. he's trying to uh, find his avenue in the NBA world as well. So, yeah. so you went from, uh, obviously you've been loving sneakers your whole life, and then you decided to take that and, and move into more, a little bit more professional aspect when you started this sneaker blog, social media page kind of posting, um, unoriginal content from other people yeah. and sharing um and sharing these new drops and when they're coming out right. and and making people aware of, of when they can get these new and hot shoes what uh what was it that like made you say because like every like again there's a lot of people that love shoes you know mm-hmm. what i mean but like there was something about you that wanted to take it to the next level was it like just that you were like i want to spend time doing this or what do you think it was Pretty much, it was a bit of that, but then it was also like, uh, so like I just spoke on how sneakers have been impacting fashion and kind of like sneakers have been becoming more of like a focal point style-wise. Um, it was just kind of, I wanted to show people like there's more to sneakers than them just being shoes. Okay. Like people use them as, like we talked basketball-wise, people use them as ways to express themselves, like expressive outlets. Um obviously focal points for style some people base their outfit off of their shoes right. and it was like it all started because i remember uh, i talked to one of my bros and my mom has done this to me too but i i have like a couple pairs of the same shoe in different colors and she used to look at me and be like why do you keep buying these it's the same style it's the same shoe like why are you wasting your money and i'm like why i'm not wasting my money these are all different and then, like i would uh the one thing I'm interested in with a lot of these shoes is just like the history and the background. Like I'm not, I don't want to call anybody out, but I'm not like a shallow sneaker enthusiast. Okay. I'm more like, I, I got like, I'll know some history behind the shoes on my feet. I'm not just wearing them just to be down. So I don't buy a lot of the shoes I have just to be down. So it was kind of like that. I just kind of want to show people there's more to shoes than just like, just shoes like just something i put on to just run around and so gotcha yeah it's uh no it's super cool it's it's interesting that you've decided to like make an extra effort to do that and and make people just just like it's almost like you're almost like little given your homage to the sneaker culture by saying listen i'll just like help support and help spread uh whatever what everyone's putting out there but then you've decided to start creating your own stuff and and you said, you know, I want to, I want to, I think that my page can be, uh, I think I can make a brand out of this and, right. and, and really start to, to take it more or less from like reposting on original content and creating original content for the people that follow you. Um, when you first started doing that, like, again, you're still, you're still, uh, how long have you had like good feeds go? A year and a half. Right. Still so it's still stages. like, <laughs> still in the beginning and there's still ironed out kinks and, and whatnot. 
on on routes to go with it and everything. Mm -hmm. So you're still like fresh out. But like what what is it about like now that you have this brand that you like more than just having a blog? You know what I mean? Like you you've kind of switched it over. I guess it's kind of like like I wish we had this podcast going on before so we could have, like we were just shooting the shit about ideas for my brand because mm -hmm. dude's fucking and it's super creative but like what is it is it that stuff is it like you just running through different ideas and stuff now because now you have like a platform oh, yeah. to to put it out there or is it like just like now that you like running a brand or i'd say it's more so now that i have somewhat of a platform uh i'd love to go even further in depth with this stuff like merchandise wise and just even what i um could possibly contribute to the sneaker culture. Um, I really wanted to find a way to display the cross between sneakers and fashion. Right. Obviously, like that's something that's trending as well. And um, yeah, it's really just like, you know, as you know, having your own brand as well, like seeing people in your in your merchandise or shouting out your page or supporting your movement in a sense, it just it's a cool feeling, like right. just to know, like, okay, you guys are rocking with me. Like yep. So that's that's ultimately like the the feel I get now. And like you said, I kind of wanted to just turn it into a platform that I use to, um, you know, kind of push some of the dope, the, the ideas I consider dope right. um, to the masses and kind of get feedback, see what they think, see what they like, see what's going on pretty much in the sneaker world. So, yeah, man, because like just from just from when we first started talking about it to now and then like what we talk about about how you're going to go forward your brand and whatnot um i i love it because i really think that good feats is a great name i think that like again you're a super creative dude so like i think that anything that you could that you're coming up with is going to be dope stuff it's just a matter of uh of just picking the right route and then running yeah. with that route and then once <laughs> once you're able to do that that's the hardest part about all this i was just we just had an hour podcast with uh sean and spencer from wolfpack clothing okay. it was awesome um but like it's we all deal with the same problems you yeah, know what yeah. i mean it's all they're they're at a higher level than i am i'm at a past i'm at a higher level than you are and we're just at different points of this timeline and and it's just a matter of of just keep going knocking the stuff out picking confident routes and then trying it, you know what I mean? Yo, and then really knowing right. when to cut it off and that's yeah. it. It's just, it's just, you know, trying different stuff. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, it's literally just like uh, trying to sway the masses. Like right. it's tough when doing things that the masses determine your outcome. Right. Because, you know. Because you, you can't, there's no Fugazi bullshit no about it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like you like, have to, you have to <laughs> create dope stuff or they don't like it, right, they don't like you. That's and, and you're and you're literally competing with nike and adidas like people love those companies so much yeah. that they'll just be like why why buy your t-shirt yeah, when i can buy something with a nike check right. on it like, so it's like now it, being at the bottom of the barrel you got to find what's going to stir this whole thing up right. to get people to like you know take a second look at my page to take a second look at what i got going on so so mm -hmm. we're about to uh we're going to keep on going uh and dig into some more stuff but do you have any other questions for yourself for ryan about what he's got going on and everything um what would you say the biggest sneaker company is right now i want to say as much as i want to say nike i mm. think adidas might have them. well why don't we just make a why don't we make a why don't we define biggest Did, mm. like what what do you think biggest is is it uh are we saying like making the most money or do they have the most pull in culture yeah just all every you know everything factored in what yeah. you, your opinion what do you think the biggest one is um personally i'm gonna i'm still gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with adidas yeah. like i know you know nike is like the grandfather of sneakers obviously nike fathered in jordan like jordan's right. under nike so um as much as Nike impacts the cultures, and I know, you know, I feel like Nike's going to get that top spot back just because of the new things they have coming out, the new concepts. Air Max month is is a month away. or um, But right now, just even though, in my opinion, I feel like, you know, Yeezys are kind of starting to get, all right, like, what, what else you got for us, Kanye? Right, right. To the yeah. back is, like, people love Yeezys. Like, they'll break their neck to go buy a pair of Yeezys. So it's right. just like, 
just with what Adidas has done with their brand, what they've done with their lifestyle avenues and the artists that they've signed, the designs they've come up with, the futuristic aspect they've taken with sneakers. I just think they're on the top of their game sales wise and just culturally impact, like just their impact on the culture as well. So definitely mm -hmm. have to give it to Adidas for right now. Do you think Puma's on the rise at all? Because I, I know they they signed a couple like of the big time, you know, draft picks from this past year, Terry Rozier of the Celtics, yep. you know, a couple of big names. Um, I've just heard their name floating around out there, but uh, what are I, your thoughts? I definitely, it's actually funny you say that. Cause I definitely, cause they're another um, brand that, that has, you know, made some strong moves lifestyle wise. I know they have Meek Mill. They have a couple other uh, high end artists signed underneath them. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, like you said, they're now bringing their basketball uh, avenue back. Like mm -hmm. I know, I don't know if everybody knows, but briefly Puma had like two basketball models back in the day. They signed Vince Carter. And um, I guess I, I, I do like what, like how they handled themselves, how they kind of saw like, okay, Nike, Adidas, and Jordan are kind of getting the game in the headlock. Let's step back, revamp, and then come back with, with you know, a more important approach. Yeah. yeah. So like between them and even, uh, you know, they've been like subtly on the rise, but New Balance, they signed Kawhi. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. right. That's right. New balance. It definitely, you know, we I give it give it a couple, you know, like a season or two, it'll probably take, but I definitely think they'll start roping in players, you know, as um as the seasons go on, as the years go on. We might even see them start to make a push towards football and whatnot. So yeah, for sure. So awesome. let's uh let's chop it up about some non-Ryan related topics. <laughs> you could uh, you could chime in whenever you want. Right, um so I guess let's just knock this out of the way. This is a big weekend for you. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I did take part of uh, Boycott Bowl, and I did not watch a snap. Wow. I'm very excited that I was able to do so. You know, it, it, I'm happy what New Orleans did, and they were able to set the lowest record for viewage in the area and everything. So it, it, it's, it's super exciting. You know I have to ask this just because of how big of a Saint right. um, of a, a uh, St. Louis fan you are. Um, like, what, what? How did you feel? It like, was because I was saw bad. the play, bro, and it I'm like, bad. it was. Bad. How did the ref not call that? It was unbelievable. Uh, it was bad. We uh we we spoke about it, and and for me, in a nutshell, oh, it's just St. Louis. I'm in New Orleans. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, New Orleans. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a matter of just getting past it and, and trying to focus on next season. And I just hate to say it, but just like two plays in two years just really fucked us. That was great. You I see the uh, Peyton wearing the Goodell shirt underneath at his press conference? Loved it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he uh, – uh, Barstool. You, you know Barstool? The, uh, yeah, yeah. Barstool. Yeah. They, um, they came out with a shirt that uh, depicts Roger Goodell, the commissioner as the NFL, as a clown. And uh, – and they did it. Why? Why did? When did that first surface? What was? What was? Do you remember? I think it was during Super Bowl week, like leading up to it. Um, yep. it, it was like his uh po his uh postseason press conference. Oh I no, think. I'm talking about uh when did oh. when did the the clown shirt first come out? Oh, it was all it was all because of the Patriots and Deflategate. Oh, okay. so it was the, the Deflategate stuff. Yeah, and they made they made a bunch of shirts, and they brought him to the first game against the Chiefs last, I believe, it was the last season, um, and like a bunch of people uh, in Foxborough wore them into the stadium because Goodell was going to be there and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, because I was curious of when exactly, like, what was the incident that made them first put that out? But yeah, they yeah. Uh, and the Saints coach wore it underneath. He just peeked it out the bro, top of his windbreaker. Like I don't blame, bro. Like. As great a defense as the Rams played against the Pats, like New Orleans definitely would have given them a better game, in my opinion. Yeah, oh no doubt. They definitely I mean probably would like I personally feel like don't kill me to, to people listening, but I yeah. personally feel like New Orleans would have won. Like, yeah. That's just, it, it's a it could have been a it could I be, think it would have been a much better game for sure. It could definitely be, it could be whatever you it's up in the air. Next year, I want you motherfuckers. That's a long time. <laughs> I wanted so bad. If I thought I wanted it this year, I don't hit my line on Sundays <laughs> next year. Just hey, it could very well happen, man. I mean, uh, exactly. It's it's all looking real good again, and I just want we're just gonna keep on trucking. So 
let's focus on your weekend. You, mm-hmm. it's all good vibes for you. Uh, I don't have yeah. to well in the cellar over here. What, uh, what, how was, how was the mood into the weekend? How was the weekend? And mm-hmm. now afterwards, how is, how do you feel? Do you feel like you got your nut off or what is it? How do you feel? I mean, I had a good feeling all week pretty much leading up to, I, I had some nerves. I'm not going to lie. I was, I, my girlfriend will attest to this. I was pacing back and forth Sunday morning in here, just, you know, just trying to think of all the different scenarios of, of how this could go down. But in my, you know, in the back of my head, I think I said it last week, but I was like, as long as we could stop their offense, I knew Goff was going to shit his pants uh, at some point because they just, I mean, all through the through the playoffs, they didn't. Gurley didn't look good. I mean, they 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 picked up C.J. Anderson, who's been ass all year. And, and that that was my first little probe question to you. Yeah. What do you think of what was? Did you think of their use of Gurley? Not only in the the lack of use in the Saints game, but even friends. I thought I thought there was no fucking way that the first drive of that Super Bowl they weren't handing it to him six times. Like right. he, didn't, he didn't touch the ball against the Saints. I'm sitting there like, how are we not winning this game when Gurley's not touching the ball? And it literally takes a fucking miracle of a call and for us not to win it. And uh, and they do the same thing this week. I don't know if it was just Belichick. They were like, like they thought they were going to use them or what was your Well, I think I definitely think that Belichick and the defense came to play. Like they totally game plan for both the pass and the run. Um, But I I also think, I think there's something wrong with Gurley, man. Like I think there's something that to come out in the next few days about how he was hurt or something because he just didn't seem right towards the end of the season. And, The Rams' offense didn't play great, you know, towards the end at all. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Rand. Sorry. No, I was just saying, like, I'm agreeing with you. I was shocked. Yeah. The defense to me, you know, granted what they held the Pats to was was good, but they just yeah. couldn't, get it, couldn't get it going on offense. Yeah. They couldn't get anything going. No, not at all. And and when we – I mean, the whole Gostowski miss kind of scared me. I'm like, all right, well, it, it's a game here at halftime, 3-3. Uh, I mean, and boy, do they have one hell of a kicker. That guy can fucking – Right, pick the ball. I mean, he's he's. I mean, he he fucking drilled the one against the Saints. That yeah. shit was. I'm looking at. I'm like, the ball was just a dot. It was just dead straight, and he he would have he, he was good for like from like seventy on that kick. Yeah, it, it's it's unbelievable. And then he did like it was like forty something in, in the Super Bowl. Like it, the guy has a beast of a leg. I don't know how, but it makes guys like the, the Bears kicker look like a pussy for oh, sure. Seriously. Well, how about, um, on, well, before you keep going, how about the fucking guy that Miami just got from mm. Australia? You see I that? saw that in Barstool, oh, yeah. Bro, this guy, he literally looks like he's out of a biker gang, and he's the new punter or kicker for the uh, for the Miami team. Like, literally big husky dude, <laughs> tattoos up to, like, everywhere. And Not even... Not even the Dolphins team, like the college team. Like he literally looks yeah. like he's like forty years old. Yeah, that, oh, this is the, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna show him a picture. Yeah, Hurricanes. Yeah. Right up. But what? Uh, but again, how you're you're sitting in the game and uh, you're watching at half. Oh, yeah. How to go for that second half? Right? I mean, I wish I could have like recorded the entire time I was watching the game. Like kind of done like a electric chair kind of thing, like Barstool does. Because I was just jump. I mean, I was so hammered. And yep. you know, smoking weed too. So I was so fucking gone. But right, well that um, that's the next topic. I, yeah. I want to know about the festivities <laughs> afterwards, but yeah. keep going about the game. Yeah, no, so I I mean I kept I probably shotgun about three beers before the game had even started. I was drinking pretty much all afternoon. So I was feeling pretty good uh by the time halftime rolled around. So I I was oh, just going uh, I'm showing him the I'm yeah. showing him the, the picture of the of the dude we were just talking about. Whoa. Like, I know. <laughs> the last thing he needs to be doing is just kicking. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he should be giving me a tattoo or something. Yeah, like, right, I mean, yeah, something. <laughs> Ryan Harley. Jesus, that's how do they? I mean, it's, it's crazy. I, I'm I'm going to be interested to watch this guy. Like, yeah. I'm going to watch a Hurricanes football game next next year just to see this guy punt the yeah, ball or kick the ball. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was pretty electric. I mean, we just—I was up and down. I was pulling my hair out. I was—I mean, at one point, I got so fuck. When Gilmore picked it off, picked golf mm-hmm. off at the end, I ripped my sweatshirt off. I ripped my shirt off, and I 
I I literally didn't even see my friend. I slapped him across the face with my sweatshirt so hard. And then he, I mean, we were, he was drunk too. So he was like, well, I got to get revenge. So he clocks me in the fucking jaw. Oh. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? It was, oh, and, oh, it was just, it was a, very much a uh, rowdy atmosphere for sure. But um, all in all, uh, what's that saying? All, all ends all. well. That is well. Oh, um, gotcha. uh, so yeah. So six rings. Um, once again, feels good to to be here and uh, be a champion once again. It's all. I mean, it's been only a few months since our last parade. So. <laughs> <laughs> So what? Uh, so how long do you think till they start down, you motherfuckers again? Because I'm not, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. I won't. But you know, the culture is gonna be like, well, now they're gonna be just another have another struggle season. Because I think that mm -hmm. for some reason, the, the fucking sports culture just doesn't want to look at you guys as like a favorite for the next season every year. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not gonna lie, I could piggyback that. Um, I feel like the sports culture, like the 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 team that's top tier, always winning. You know, for me, basketball, the Warriors. Mm -hmm. I never want to see them win again. Right, but that too. That like, too. I like Tom Brady as of late has made me a believer. He's the goat. Like, yeah, he's good. So, yeah, uh, and apparently he's coming back again. So, yeah. um, so we're ready. I, mean, I, I want, I want that nine versus twelve matchup, man. I want I, that in the Super Bowl so bad. I think we're gonna get it, man. I mean, I think we'll lose maybe Gronk. Um, right. I think and yeah. a couple other pieces, but. He might he might be saying goodbye. He might yeah. put that on the on the I think yo honestly does Brady really does he get touched much? Nah, right? No, the offensive line played great this year. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. like his longevity is definitely there. Like he's a yeah. good QB. Right. He has a good offensive line. Like he definitely has a I think a couple more years in the league. Yeah. And he's smart. I mean, the way he yeah. takes hits and he goes down right away. Like yeah. he's he's constantly practicing that kind of stuff. So my um, last my last Super Bowl point here will segue perfectly into our next topic. Um, MVP, right? Could mm. have gone to a better person, more well-deserved person. Oh boy. Not only a great player for the mm. Patriots, and I'm sure you love him, but obviously he's a good friend of part of the reason why we have this podcast. And yep. he's, a, he's a big fan of Mike Studd and, fan, and a friend of his, so it's always good for – us to see, you know, fellow Steve uh, get that MVP. Mm -hmm. No doubt, do man. Minitron, I love him. I yeah. mean, he's my he's been my favorite player since he he came to the Patriots. I mean, just a remarkable story of how he's a quarterback at this like no name college, and then just comes out of the blue like on the Patriots practice squad, and you know he, now he's like Brady's number one target and Super Bowl MVP. So, I mean, the guy had an incredible game. He's had an incredible season. You know, a lot of ups and downs with the the suspension, but uh, he's he's one hell of a, a guy. I mean, definitely, other than Brady's, he's my favorite, and, and Gronk's up there too. But he's definitely one of my my probably my favorite Boston athlete. Yeah, Julian Edelman is definitely uh, is definitely well deserving of that MVP trophy, and I'm really hoping he comes to that the fuck one of the shows. Like, right, I hope he yeah. comes tomorrow night. But you don't I, know. It'll yeah. be very, very. You never know. Yeah, it's the only thing you, you do know. know. Exactly. <laughs> it is. So what? Uh, so what's your what's your perspective on how the tour's gone and everything and mm. and and just off the off the beginning from seeing what he's doing and and what is it probably like maybe ten shows in you know what I mean mm. yeah five ten shows in what do you uh, what do you what do you see what are you excited for. Well, first, before we go on to that, I just wanted to mention that. Did you see the dope uh, drop that he did the collab with Edelman with the shirts? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that looked a little sick. familiar too, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, looked like a like a friend of the podcast or a friend mm -hmm. of the brand artwork, didn't it? Yes. Shout out, shout out, Cam Evans once again with the fire merch coming out with uh with Mike and Edelman. That's, I mean, that's the kids. Kids very talented. Yeah, um, for kid, sure. And Kid Cam is, uh, we've had him on the podcast. He's the guy who does all of the office yeah. logos and everything. Him and Mike did a collab <laughs> for uh, these Julian Edelman themed MVP t shirts, and it, they were absolutely insane. It was like a mm. character 
like a cartoon kind of like vibe, but it was so cool. And they had the For the Homies logo and Keep Going on one of them. And the 11, obviously, with Edelman's name in the back, kind of like a just a regular jersey, you know. Um, but what was the design on the front on one of them? Was it just like Julian? Yeah, it I was him in like some – I don't know why they – I didn't get that. They put him in like some weird wrestling shorts. Mm. I don't know what was up with that. That was that was a little that was interesting. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, uh, it was but dope. Still, I thought still looked dope. So yeah, yeah. What, what's your perspective via social media or from what mm. you're hearing, or what are you excited for? Because I still have uh, over a week before I go, but mm. you're going tomorrow. What, yeah. Uh, what's what are you excited for? Um. Well, definitely. I mean, just the atmosphere i mean the, the just to be able to get in there and and feel the energy of everyone i mean just standing in line at a mike stud show is crazy because you everyone's you know down the lines going yeah yeah you know like just the hype before the show is just insane because everyone's already cocked out of their minds so it, it's exciting and then um obviously the show itself i'm interested to see what songs he does you know what the set list is like but um is there a sound out for what you want to hear live? Um, I want to hear play around and do it. Those two mm. are the ones well, I want to hear live. Well, your boy Vori showed up last night in Toronto, which was and, which and whatever song he was fucking playing in the car that Mike posted. Mm. If Mike, if you're listening to this shit, bruh, tell your boy to put that shit out, and you need he a verse on that. that I need crazy. I need new Vori like immediately. He hasn't put stuff out in forever. He's, so he's beast too. Do you think Mike's on that song with him? I would fucking if not, then see, like that's the thing. I couldn't imagine like if like if Ryan made music or if you made music and I made music, I couldn't imagine being like, bro. I would want to hop on like all my friends' shit. You know what I mean? Like because I'm sh they made great music together, and that song's even fire. Even, like that song's crazy. So I, I still imagine him not yeah. being like, let me get on that. I still think they have they had a whole mixtape or might still have something in the works you know right. they've made so much music together so yeah so what uh, was so was there something that stood out to you that you're excited for um i think it's just gonna i mean i mean the, the content they've been putting out on on touring's boring's twitter page and instagram has been i mean unreal like some of the the yeah. people they've come across and you know um, just to see like the support of the fans, like I I go through pretty much every day because I'm, I'm a whack job and and like all the, you know the posts on Twitter that people like the tattoos and like right, right. you know it's just it's just cool to see like his fan base starting to grow and grow it's bigger and bigger on the road again you know yeah it's it's, it's like as much as uh, as much as he's uh, he he's been clear about the fact that he likes to live in his, like a recluse style where he's mm -hmm. by himself and doing his own thing and everything like he's a fucking road dog when he's out yeah. there the fucking fan base is buzzing the everyone's excited to see him you know what i mean like right. i know that it's super tolling on an artist or it's super tolling as a person but when he's fucking when he's touring that shit ain't boring yeah dude i i don't know how they um are alive i mean after three months of touring they literally drink almost every goddamn night i mean i i don't know if i'd survive my liter my liver would be gone by the time i got home right yeah it's good to yeah, see it's, it's crazy nice, it's also nice to see that they don't do it as crazy too because it used to be mm. insane like my mike used to get fucked up on stage and you can oh, see yeah. that like he's not getting fucked up on stage anymore. yeah he's chugging bottles of ciroc yeah oh exactly. my god like, like, so you could tell it's a little bit more professional in those regards, but they still turn up and, and get everyone partying, which is important. I bet you they, they do it like, you know, they go harder at certain cities than others, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah of course. They, yeah, I'm sure they're just like chugging a couple beers here and there in the middle of fucking Wyoming. But, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, I guess they turn up whenever the fuck they want. That's Everyone, true. Who am I judge? But yeah. It sure seems like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. It look it, the quality is dope. Mm. That's the other thing I want to talk about. Like the mm. quality of his content he's putting out right now is fucking insane. You know, it's uh, it's like the full live songs. I love that. That yeah. I love that. Um, and but, I think that's what they're trying to do is keep just pushing their you know yeah, his stuff and put it out there. You know. Yeah, just put yeah exactly getting more stuff and again 
like we were saying, like in that one episode, it's just the upgrade. You know, they're making yeah. everything look super clean and super, super crisp. And I think we talked about on the last podcast too, the whole bar theme they got going on for the yep. stage concept. That was, that was dope. Right. And then the Steve's, you know, the Steve sign they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, and then the, um, the visuals, the, the uh, kiss cam, that that's going to be funny when, you know, girls just dumping their titties out, making out like <laughs> it, it's, it's you love it, Kyle. Shut up. You, you love the titties. I know it's okay. My girlfriend doesn't, but that's okay. Everyone loves the titties. So what, uh, <laughs> girlfriend doesn't but what, um, but what, uh, yeah, no, that, that's so sick. It's going to be, uh, ex- I'm excited to, I'm going to see him in the city, but I'm excited to, I, I like the buzz that happens when he's in Boston, when he's in LA, you know, there's home cities. You could tell that there's a difference. So I'm excited to see how the, uh, how the show goes for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think Boston's going to really kick it off here. Like this is like the big, the halfway point here. Right. And now it's just going to get, I mean, there's going to be more guests. I've, we've only seen Strowman, Vori, who mm-hmm. else? And, and Strowman didn't even pop up like, in a big like he was where'd he go he went to like nashville uh, yeah exactly not that not that that's not big not that it probably wasn't great but mm. i'm you know, like i'm surprised he didn't go to the toronto show but yeah. i also i guess spring training's starting up soon which right he's fucking me. right yeah that's insane right we're about to kick off baseball and already and we can spend all the time that we need to talking about how they need to make that sport better but <laughs> As much as uh, I'm telling you, man, I cannot mm-hmm. believe we live in a fucking society where baseball exists. I love mm-hmm. baseball, but the concept of baseball, it takes way too long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they score mm-hmm. maybe once or two times. You know what I mean? It's it's just like in a it's world, too long. Right. It's like, in a world where it's very quick. I'm just, And I'm a, I love baseball. Like I said, like uh, I'm a baseball fan. I'm just saying as a business or as when I think of it as an entrepreneurial idea yeah. or when you think of it that way it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, no. like, like they play for way too long. It's too boring. Like, you need to- thing, I mean, we could get a whole podcast. Yeah, about exactly. how baseball sucks right now, but I mean, watching it on TV, no one has fucking four hours of their day to watch base, you know, a baseball game, you know, they, that they do the opposite of what the NBA does. And they, uh, and they don't, they try to get their players to be more quiet and they try to conform their players rather than putting Javi Baez or, uh, or, Mike Trout. Mike Trout or someone right. They don't they don't market their stars at all. Yeah, or judge or any of these guys that are big. They just don't market them. So yeah, but just like we were saying, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how that baseball season starts. And we will talk about that again. Yeah. Um, and I I yeah, I'm interested to see just going back to the Mike stuff. I'm yeah. I mean I'm interested to see if he does. I'm I'm assuming Boston he always bring you know, the all the shows I've gone to he's always brought out some sort of guest. Right. With him, so I'm He's definitely now. So now this is where like his people are, right? And um, as I said before, I guess the last thing I'm looking forward to is my boy Ernest K. Um, yeah, that's it. And again, it's so funny. You're you're stealing my hitting <laughs> points that I know we throw at you. You're you're taking them away this time. Yeah, you're. I'm sure you're super excited to uh, to talk or get to listen to him. Hopefully. Listen, after he gets off stage, they are normally mingling around. You know, pull him aside, try to chop it up for a few minutes. He, he seems like an open dude. Yeah, I hope so. Whether it's I, – I don't know about tomorrow night because I'm only doing the GA. Um, right. But maybe maybe at an after party or some, of some sort if I make it that far. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely in Portland because I got the VIP for, right. for that. So I'll be, I'll be mingling that, with them in the beginning and – Hopefully, play some beer pong. He'll smoke my ass, but hey, I get I get a free shot, and two beers, so yeah. <laughs> beat Mike Stud. So I'm down. Yeah, I forgot I forgot who it was when I went in Boston. It was I think it was I forgot who was with Mike. I think it was Blue and Mike versus and versus me and some girl that was there um, that I teamed up with. But it, like we, it was not it was not uh, a fun game. Those guys play all the time. They're really good. Oh, I'm sure. They're fucking professionals. Make sure you talk to Mike about getting on this fucking podcast. Yeah, I'll do my best, man. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna say something to him. Like, hey, bro, listen, we got, we got Mike, we got John on. Let's see if we can get, uh, let's see if we can get you on now. Oh, I'm definitely gonna try to find John 
flag him down at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. No, definitely bring it up. I'm sure he'll. Uh, I'm sure he'll. Um, like yo. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but that's all I had, man. Yeah. Me. Me too. Yeah. I. I think that's. Uh, I did. Oh, there was one last thing um, before we cut this thing off. But uh, do you guys hear about the 21 Savage news? Like that makes no sense to me. What bro. the fuck? Like I'm like, and they've been trolling him too. Because like one clip that I saw that stood out was there was a. Uh, you guys remember the infamous interview? It's a knife. Yeah. Like, that one? Yeah. Yeah. In that interview, they ask where he's from, and he probably names like the whole. Atlanta. Oh yeah. Oh, so it's like yeah. for him to go from naming all of Atlanta. Now all of a sudden you're British, bro. Like yeah. what? It's very odd. You know, I saw the my favorite meme is definitely um is definitely the one where they're like when Twenty One Savage says he's got a, his bag on him and it's just a picture of a tea bag. <laughs> like yeah, like it's like the British tea bag. It's so funny. But yeah, um, I thought that was funny. I did not like that whole Demi Lovato thing that happened. Yeah. That was weird. Okay. Yeah, fuck that, yeah, you know. So Demi Lovato, she recently had issues with drugs, overdosing, and I and, actually I vaguely heard about that. Right, and and the the internet kind of took over, and I'm sure she was not in a good set of mind when the internet took over, and then she like went out and started picking on like one of the Twenty One Savage memes. It was like I can't get into what did she say? Like I can't get enough of these memes or something. Like yeah. Yeah, like something these twenty one savage memes are more interesting than the Super Bowl or right, something like, something that, like yeah. that. And like meanwhile, bitch, like not even <laughs> two weeks ago you were like that's quick how it's it's funny how quick people forget about you. Yeah, just change topics and, and keep going. I love how that dropped too, like right <laughs> before the Super Bowl, like literally hours before the Super Bowl. What's what's your take on that? Is that just like it'll that's be interesting? Yeah, free twenty one. That's all I'm saying. I mean, right. it's a it sucks because I I really like twenty one. His last project was fucking awesome. I think he was on the come up. You know, I, all I'm saying he's gonna be UK's best fucking rapper. Yo, I really honestly at this point, bro, I just want to know like what like twenty one. Like, what's up? Yeah, is this, yeah. Is, this is this the truth? Like, right. are you British or yeah? I think it is. I think they said it, like the he's actually being sent back to to the UK until he could figure shit out. Unreal. Like he overstayed a visa. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. In years. And they oh, just got him now. How many years? Like 10 years he was here illegally. Yeah. Over. Shit, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah, she was a lie. Maybe he had to keep the lie going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was getting the money. Like, <laughs> word. I yeah. don't want to leave either. Oh. Different countries start making bank. Oh, yeah. I'm from here. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If I, yeah. If I told you you go to England and you turn into 21 Savage, <laughs> you'd be like, I'm staying. <laughs> Yo, so the way you from? Well, I grew up in Durham. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I moved to London. Exactly. So. <laughs> You'd be bringing up all the. I just be bringing stuff up like yeah, bring yeah. Up in all Me over. and my man's from Manchester. Manchester. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. That's too funny. <laughs> Free twenty one. Free twenty one. I think that's gotta be the the name, bro. Right. Twenty one on this one. All right, guys. Ryan, thanks for coming on, bud. Nice to meet you. Kyle, nice to you I'll too, talk bro. to you later, bud. All right, sounds good. We'll see ya. See ya. Hopefully, I'm still alive after this show, boys. Right, yeah, I'll talk to you after. Have All a right. good night. Peace. Just be like words that are cool and songs and be a little earless somewhere. Yeah, girl, you thought I couldn't tell. Yeah, girl, I know you lot too well. I know I'm on your mind. That's what's up. Bottom line, I'm in touch every time you get yours. I get mine. It's been a long week. I, 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 I've been down, I know I've been down, been up, been